0: This episode is brought to you by AWOM Lab. AWOM Lab is a creative space that offers membership for women entrepreneurs. The membership includes access to a cafe, high-speed Wi-Fi, a small retail store, and a full-service photography and podcast studio. The lab fosters women's empowerment and is designed to inspire, motivate, and connect women in South Florida. AWOM Lab also has an
1: in-house creative agency that develops content for female-owned brands. Most importantly, the vibe and energy is that of collaboration and hustle. So if you're an entrepreneur looking to kickstart your business and need a place to work from or event space, make sure to follow A Lab on Instagram. That's A W O M L A B. GGB is a proud member, and we can't wait to see you at the lab. See you there. Girls Gone Boss is a driven women's guide to love. Life and Business, hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby, combined their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Yes, welcome to Girls Gone Boss, everyone. Welcome, it's Alex and Gabby. And Gabby. yeah <laughs> as I just introduced myself. We've as been yourself. drinking, yeah,
0: Sorry. we've been drinking. Sorry.
1: You guys, we get a little bit popping over here. We start with a little (laughs) bit of wine. You know, we haven't recorded in a a while. Yeah. So we're back on the recording mode and we just kind of, you know, want to get a little bit nice and relaxed. And it's Saturday. So why not? In Miami Beach. Right. And, you know, we just want to update everyone on a GGB team change. As you can tell, it's just me and Alex. But um, we had a very important member of our team, Denise, from the very beginning. All 17 episodes that we've done has been with Denise. She was an integral part of the team. Um, And she's just announced to us that she wanted to move forward and move on to some family focusing
0: on family focusing
1: on family and and just like other projects that she is taking on so we wish her the best we we think that denise is an amazing person she's still in austin so if anybody still want to connect with her um you can do so on her instagram or facebook and best wishes denise yes Um, denise we miss you we We wish we were here
0: well, today in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, we wanted to reflect on Hispanic Americans' tradition, heritage, and culture. To kick off HHM with GGB, we are highlighting one spicy Dominican that all of you have learned to love just as much as we do. Bibiana Julian is a former Miami Dolphins cheerleader. Bibi was first introduced to America when she competed for the heart of Ari in ABC season 22 of The Bachelor. But instead, she won America's heart with her honest, funny, no evs given personality. Bibi went to appear in the first season of the Bachelor Winter Games, where in our opinion won the gold medal for staying authentic to her heart. Most recently, she completed her summer stint in Season 5 of Bachelor in Paradise, where she didn't find love, but she found her twin flame in Astrid Locke. Welcome to GGB yes! BB Julian. Hey, hey. hey BB. Hello hello. BB. I'm I am so happy to have you. So happy for you to be here finally.
1: I, I feel like we've been wanting her to yeah. be on the show forever.
0: <laughs> I I honestly I, I put it out into the universe. You did. A very long time ago. Really, tell me more. Before.
1: About like her whole story and yes. yes. everything. Okay,
0: so BB. Gabby and I have known each other for many, many years. Um, we've all worked together at some point of our lives. And um, should we go into the story of how yeah, you got? absolutely. We, we got to tell our listeners. We can't leave
2: them hanging now. But I think you, sh- I want to hear it from you. So. Yeah, no, 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 you go. We're talking about how you convinced me to yeah. apply for The Bachelor. Yes. Okay, so literally. <laughs> it was you, Alex. Well, it wasn't just me. I was one of the people that. She was one of the key players in actually pushing me to do this. Annoyed. So it must have been. So Alex is actually like a true Bachelor fan. She's watched it for years. She doesn't miss a season. She doesn't miss an episode. She's like hardcore Bachelor fan. Right. I have another best friend of mine who's also a Virgo. Same thing. She's been hardcore Bachelor fan. I've watched episodes here and there, but I've never been like a true Bachelor Nation addict. right? Uh So I've known what's happened, but never like followed it to the T. And about, what, like three years ago, when I worked here at the office, I had come back because there was a time where I worked at MTV, then left and then Mm -hmm. came back. Obviously, like, luckily for me, I was part of. So we all worked at MTV at some
1: point together. So everyone knows listening. okay, keep going.
2: Um, So this year, fortunately, I was able to work closely with alex and the creative team and we would have lunch it started with like having lunch every day it was lunch club yeah. i used to see it on instagram yeah yeah like, yeah oh, That's i miss it. it it was such a thing like yeah. let's get together let's with mimi lunch. Yes, i saw mimi, mimi in it shout, so. out, to shout mimi. out to mimi so right around the time where probably like a little bit like around august right of two years ago Ye- yes yeah yes two years, two years ago, ago um alex, we were starting the when we started
0: talking about starting the podcast
2: Right. Right. During that same time, she tells me, she's like, you need to do, I don't know how the bachelor stuff came up, but she's like, you need to, you need to apply for the bachelor. And she was every time that I would see it, she would just like mention it and mention it. And then. My sister's friends, right? So I call them Frozen's. I call them Frozen's because it's friends that it's like we could be cousins, but we're like really that. friends. That's so cute. I call them Frozen's. They're <laughs> really into the Bachelors thing too. And they were like, you have to do this. You have to do this. What happens? I watched the end of the Bachelorette season, which was JoJo's. I watched JoJo's. She's, yeah. My, she's, okay. Yeah, she's the best. She's awesome. Yeah. Do not watch the Bachelorette. And then apply for the Bachelor without really watching the Bachelor, right? right. It is not the to same. It's a different thing, world, right. yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, I think it was like Robbie Hayes and Jordan, and they were so obsessed with her, and then like Luke crying. I was like, okay, you know what? Like I've been single for a minute. Like I want guys to love me this much, of course. Like, and I'm always in the what ifs, right? Like as Real as I am, I still live in this little fairy tale bubble where like miracles can happen. So maybe this is my way of finding, finding m- love. Yeah,
0: finding we, love, and we always talked about like finding your soulmate and being in love and and, right. and all the f boys. And then that we, are in we live Miami, in Miami, yeah. which is right. like already like a thousand yeah. shit against us. So it's like you need to do this. Like you need to go on there. You're. Fucking hilarious. She's I gorgeous. You. If you yes, have not beautiful. seen her, follow her on Instagram. Naturally beautiful. And yeah.
2: Go and ahead. real, which yes. is like so like rare to find the whole package. So this is what surprises me. I get it all the time. You're so real. You're so real. And mm. I'm like, as opposed to what? Being fake. Fake ass bitch. Right. <laughs> so a lot of the people that like I'm... A lot of the people that I'm around, like with the show, they're just being themselves. I guess maybe I'm just more raw. You have no filter, and though. I don't That's have a, a filter. Right. That's a
0: difference. So but they're I feel real. Like
1: but you're raw and don't have a filter, but you do it in like you have a finesse with it. You're not like overly rude or anything.
2: Right. I mean, I guess we'd have to wait. I don't know when you this oh, goes live, wait. but like the reunion. Oh, I'm you get a little ratchet. Little I don't know what's gonna air. Miami but comes out. Three oh five. I went in on this dude, and I was like, "Let when, me count the ways." When is, da, the da, 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 da. When is it? It was um, no, when are this week? Oh, it's this week. It's
0: okay, this week. It's your episode gonna, is the following week.
2: Right. right. Oh, okay, so we have already. It'll be online. Yes, I don't already. Have already so already. it'll be online already, guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can dive into like just like. You know, I come from a history of bad and good relationships, like which I do. played a part at two. So it's not like I'm going around bashing my exes. But, you know, watching that finale, I got really motivated. And it was like right before The Bachelor was announced. And I did this and like so many things that just like held me back. Like, well, do I really I got a friend who does videos. And then I thought of everything and I was like, well, do I really want to do it? And it was like I worked. So like right after work, I met up with her and we like did the whole thing. We got wasted with my friends. We had a blast and then nothing. Then like you submitted, I, you submitted and then nothing. It was crickets. I sent it in the most outrageous thing, like with a box, with rose petals, with ring pops. Like That's I cute. made a point to be Standout. stand out. Then months later, probably what? whatsoever. That was August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Seven months later, I literally am leaving work and I go to Flywheel and I'm talking to my sister because I bump into her there. And I was like, oh, mind you, I haven't thought about The Bachelor. But Rachel was just announced and I was like, oh, the bachelor just needs to call me. I kid you not. I kid you. I cannot make up this stuff. Okay. And I've never spoken about this on a podcast. So people don't really know. But that same night I get out of the spinning class. And I have a voicemail from a California number. And it's casting. Shut up. Talk about manifesting, right? This is the craziest thing. And like Alex believed in me. My friends believed in me. But like you forget like seven months later, like, you know. And I had heard through the grapevine that like typically like if you send an application that close to like the announcement of a bachelor, like they just they still no matter what casting always goes through every application so i knew that it was going to be seen and then my friend i think it was alex that so she stalked bachelor casting um their instagram and they had posted my box and she was like they definitely saw well, it they posted it they on posted, their social
0: they posted on their social the box that she sent in with her application with the ring pops and the rose petals no yeah. way. it was on their social
2: media so i was like it they stood know, out, girl they know mm-hmm. you exist
0: so that Aww, was good that's amazing yeah
2: so, that night, I get the phone call. I remember exactly where I was. I called Alex. I freaked out. I, like, ate egg whites for dinner because I was like, <laughs> I can't be anymore. TV. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so true. Right. But they basically told me, like, hey, you know, we're in the process of, like, you know, filming The Bachelorette. You know, so you might not hear from us for a while, but we're going to be down in Fort Lauderdale. We'd love to meet you. And then from there, it was, like, one thing to the next. And casting week was really nerve-wracking. And then all of a sudden, like, they called me. You're going. And one thing led to another. And so... You went through all the steps and... Yeah. I went through all the steps, but I can't tell you, like, so much of it was just... Meant to be. Yeah. It's not, really? I don't want you to say luck, because it wasn't It's luck. not luck.
0: It, it was just meant to be.
2: I've always had this feeling, right, where, like, I can th- think... Things that seem so out of the ordinary and out there, but they become my reality, right? So I don't know if it's like a force that continuously tells me like you're meant to do more. And so I try and then I succeed. So when this was just like a refreshing reminder that I can still do it because like when I was 19 years old, when I was a cheerleader, I remember being in high school saying, I want to be a Dolphins cheerleader. I didn't want to be a heat dancer. I wanted that, like, even though I did try out for the heat because who wouldn't want to be a heat dancer? But a lot of my focus was like being a Dolphins cheerleader. So I was in high school and I picked up a magazine and it was the cheerleaders. They were in Maxon. And I looked at my boyfriend. I was like, oh my gosh, what I would give And He's like, babe, these girls are bottles. I kid you not my rookie year I was in FHM I landed a cover of the of the Dolphins cheerleader calendar like all these things that in my head I'm like I know I can do this I just don't know how and you know in my 20s I felt like after I cheered for the Dolphins being that I was so passionate within that field and then not dancing anymore I went through a really confused state of like who am I I had a series of relationships One one big relationship that just like broke my heart I felt like I lost my identity And I lost that like I always felt like there You used to believe in so many things And then reality hit you and like smacked you in the face And now it's like nothing can happen And being connected with Alex again Just like all these things Even the Bachelor happening So like even though I didn't find love It basically fueled this fire in me That just told me like You still can do what The impossible. That's in your heart. Yeah. It's in your heart. Yeah. Something that's tugging at you, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So, I mean, I'm grateful. Like, I've gone through three shows, right? Um, I haven't found love.
1: But what I love is that you genuinely are going on these shows to find love. Like, you know, people out there, they think reality shows, like, okay, they're going because they want to be famous. They want to be on TV. Like, you genuinely, like, want to find love.
2: Watching yourself back, you see how passionate and how, like real things are for you and you know i could play the game i could stay quiet but a lot of what happened with Ari season was that i'm very intuitive and i felt like he wasn't into me i just felt it you know like i gave the example the other day when i had an interview with the with the morning talk. yes i saw it yeah mm-hmm. Where, you know, like she walked into the room and you know, Lauren noticed. came yeah. and I noticed and that's nothing like he was supposed to be with Lauren. No, you even right. told me that you're like, no, this guy's supposed to be with this person. Yeah.
0: Which so, is beautiful in yeah. a way because you're yeah. already like
1: you're already no, coming and, from a place right. of like, it's
0: not for me. No. And, and it's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Becca's happy. She became the bachelorette. She mm-hmm. found love. So everything
2: was meant to be everything that happened was meant to be exactly how it happened. Right. right. So... You know, I realized, you know, I put, I put an effort, you know, like there's a lot of things that people don't see. There's a lot of your own, you're away from your family. You don't have your phone. You don't have any out, like you don't have some people around you. Like you can trust these people, but how, how do you really know? Like you don't have your girlfriends that you can phone a friend and explain what's happening. So you have no communication with You have no communication with the outside world. So like I was really passionate and people were like, oh, she was so like desperate to like. Make a point Or like she just You know With my whole feud With with Crystal But that was just me Defending the women In that house One And two Being really realistic Like I want to get engaged Again (laughs) Eventually Right right? Because I have been before Oh I
1: didn't know that Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah I like love love (laughs)
1: Well, join the club. I think we're all loving, loving.
2: But I really, I really was going into this. Like, if this is a person I'm supposed to be with, like, this doesn't feel right, you know? And I went home when I did, and I'm grateful for it. And then I tried Winter Games. My mom says that with Winter Games, I experienced PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because she ain't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) She's not. She's not. We're like, you know, I was very what people don't realize about Winter Games, it was a much shorter time. So it was like two weeks and I spent really little time with a guy that I connected with, which I really did connect with him. What's his name? His name was Jordan. They call him Kiwi Jordan because he's from New Zealand. Mm. So, but he was only there for five days and I felt like he was so ahead of me. And I think that internally he had his own insecurities being that he was the bachelor before and he got dragged by the media in New Zealand for being like, he was known as Mr. Flip the Coin. Like he didn't, like any of the women and he told producers like go ahead and flip a coin I don't care who you pick wow so I think he went into this really hoping to have something that worked out and like it felt really real to us but I did feel a lot of pressure from his end where He wanted it to work out so bad that he didn't enjoy the moment. Well, it was a very short time,
0: too. And that's it was
2: five days. But
1: that that does end up happening sometimes that we're like going for like an end goal. And we don't really focus Mm -hmm. on like right now.
2: Right. And so that's where I was at, too, because a lot of my life and a lot of my life, I realized that I had a pattern like being single. I'm like, okay, I don't want to date the same person, but I do have a pattern. And it starts with getting way in over my head. Right. Like not being realistic of what I need as a person, because I'm such a giving person, like instantly if I'm attracted to you and we hit it off, I'll I'll I call myself a transformer, like whatever you need to be happy, I'll do it. And I saw that pattern in me through my relationships. Right. So being single, I was like, I can never do that again. So I saw a little bit of that where, like, I want to live in the moment. I want to enjoy everything for what it is, when it is. And I don't really want to get ahead of myself if I don't feel a thousand percent. So there's a lot of things where, like, yes, it seemed like I broke his heart. But I was heartbroken, too, because I felt like he wasn't listening to me. You know, like, I think that the kind of man that I need is someone who's willing to listen. And if he was really interested in a genuine way, he could meet me at where, like, meet me where I was at. And I had conversations with this guy day in and day out of telling him, hey, you know, like we're at 100. Don't let the pressures of this place accelerate anything from where I'm at, from where we're at. And it takes a special kind of man to not break in that environment. So it's like if I'm trying to stay strong and not be influenced by everything that's going on, I need a man that can do the same. And he was cracking and then I cracked and then I just felt really overwhelmed. And it's not discrediting like him, like everything that I felt for him was so real. But in that moment, I was like, this is not good because it hit signs of things that I knew weren't going to be good for me because I was just going to turn into the same person that I've been in my last relationships. I finally am at the point where I'm putting myself first cuz you feel like you were codependent before a little bit or more like trying to please the partner kind of thing. Right. So like for instance, I I mean I was married before. I thought, Oh wait, you were married? I thought not only engaged. Not only engaged, I was married. Oh wow, BB, I didn't know all this about you, girl. So he was a foreigner, right? Same thing, like Jordan came in with visa issues. My ex had visa issues and so we accelerated Everything Because we fell in love really quickly. And so within six months, we were married. I even think it might have been less than that. And so everybody told me, don't do it. How long ago is this? This was what, like three years ago? I want to no, say. No,
0: longer, baby.
2: I had been already divorced for for a while right. before I went on to the bachelor. Like it had been a long time. Yeah. Like I didn't apply for this, like fresh out of no, being in it. a that relationship. In it had been right. a really long, it had been like two years Because I even dated the lawyer right after that. I was like, okay, maybe not for me either. Basically, I gave everything that he wanted. He's like, I'm in love with you. You know, um, I have this great job. Like, He had this great opportunity with work, but they wanted to send him to Brazil unless he found a way to get his green card. And so, like, he sold me on the dream and I was fooled. And I gave everything to him. And the moment that we got married, the manipulation started. He would insult me like I would I went to school I worked full time I went to school I was doing three classes I worked full time and he would complain that I wasn't being a good wife and then when I would be like oh let's go out like just simple things of like let's go out to dinner let's do something for us he would tell me that like all I wanted to do was spend money. Then it got to the point where he just became so verbally and physically abusive that I realized that like, okay, these are signs that like, this isn't for me anymore. And it took a lot of me to walk away from that relationship. I think one day I woke up and I was just like, so beat down emotionally where he's, he looked at me, he's like, you're such a loser. He's like, I just married a loser. And I looked at him and I was like, you did, but you married the loser that gave up everything to make your dreams come true. And I remember going down to the gym, walking on the treadmill, feeling like just like completely beat beat down. And there was like a series of just events that just like I, of things that happened. He left the country without telling me during Christmas, during the time that my nephew was born. Like I just felt so alone. And when he came back and he tried to win me over, it was only to like get papers through to like the lawyer. Wow. And he accelerated his whole process. I just felt like after that relationship... I put my foot down for myself and I said, I will not ever let this happen again. Like, I won't let somebody else's words blindside me. I won't ever put someone before me. Like, I want to take this time to give to love myself and listen to the things that I know I need before giving in to anyone else. Because if you don't learn how to love yourself, I was in a very weird space where I thought that this is what love is. You, if you don't take the time to just like spend all of that time investing in you, you're never going to discover what you really want. And yes, it's kind of crazy that I like gave myself into the show, but because that's the part of me that still dreams. Like, I th- still think that you can become a realist and be really honest about where you're at and hold on to that little taste of like fairy tale love without it completely blindsiding you the way that I did. So, the reason why in these you know in these shows I probably am not as successful is because one I'm really real like I want something that's like grounded. I'm looking for that husband. Like I don't even see a guy anymore just for a guy. I'm like can this guy be a father? Can this guy provide? Like I look so much more further. What are his values, right? Right. And you know, it's hard to do that in such a small time but I do think that when I meet that person it could connect and it can click and it can feel right and my person just is, hasn't been I haven't met that person yet you know and I'm not gonna allow myself to feel bad or let you know the media make me feel bad that I haven't found my person because I just haven't had my shot I think in this last show people see how much I actually care and how much I actually love love and how much I really do want to see other people happy. Like my friends are in relationships and I'm so happy for them. Do I want that? Of course. But I'm not going to throw myself on someone just because I want it. It has to feel right. They have to be the right person. I think that this
0: process is exactly what you need. And I think that it's going to work for you. I've always told you that from day one. I think that you're exactly where you need to be.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of self-work. And I think, you know, based on what I've seen, just like your aura, and I think you're doing the work. And so you're going to attract that person. Right. Because at the end of the day, like just speaking to like people from just, you know, Lisa Concepcion and all these other guests that we've had, it's really all about working on ourselves. Like you have to be 100% full in order to attract like somebody that's full themselves. Because if you try to like compensate and just be like oh you know without him i'm not whole then that's when the problem is because what happens like the only constant thing is yourself yeah you take yourself everywhere everybody else can change at any minute so imagine if you depend on that person all the time your life would be like an up and down all the time because you can never tell what people are gonna do right they can leave you they can cheat on
2: you they can betray you they can lie to you it's hard it's hard to like find someone that you can trust it's don't i mean i'm i mean i'm preaching to my own choir here because i have the the moments in my time where it's just like moments in my life where i feel down like you know as a woman that's been single for like a like three years now like it gets tiring to do these things on your own and be everything for yourself be the financial like provider be you know the person who's emotionally stable um being strong being committed being disciplined like you have to do every all of that and so like there's moments where like i've literally been with girlfriends or like just in bed by myself where i'm like i'm so exhausted of doing all of this alone but i know that this will eventually pay off so it's not like this has been an easy road for me i think alex even knows like right after the bachelor i went through this stage where i'm like i'm depressed it was bad. Like, I, I felt like I was crying every day. I was eating like crap. I wasn't working out. Like, there was just a lot of... But what going. was it? Is it? Was it the pressures
1: of, like, being on TV? Was it, like, the I portrayal? think it's just the shifts, the, right?
2: Like, not the portrayal. It's just, like, a shift. Okay, it's a like shift you're taking your norm. Right. And it's, like, a massive shift in energy. Like, you know you're going through a transition, but you can't figure out what's happening. I went through a really weird stage where it's just, like, almost like you're, just, like an identity crisis, right? Where it's just like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. It's like your head's like turning like, yeah. what am, What are you going to do now? I think
1: we all go through that.
2: And sometimes, you know, there's shifts and and
1: what's really important. And I think that's also determines those, those like moments, I think determine moments of growth. Like when we're stretching, I think. When we start to think doubt, like, oh my God, what's next? It's because I think something in us is telling us like, there's something else that I want to do, or maybe something that's coming that we need to be prepared for. I don't know, but I've been through moments where I'm like, I don't know, is this really what I want to do? Like, that's do I want to stay in Miami? Listen do I to your leave? gut. Sometimes I just want to drop everything and move to Paris and be a waitress. I always tell people that, and I'm like, how? Like how relieving will that be? Nobody's from Paris. Let's do it. Like you know, but then there are other days where I wake up and I'm like, I love what I do, or I, you know, I love Miami. So it just depends, you know. And I think it's okay.
0: I think we're hard on ourselves. I think that you have a really good support system around you. You have wonderful family, sisters, and amazing friends that care about you so much, and like they always like help bring you back up. I think.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm a girl's girl. On top of that, this whole year has really grounded me in a way where I feel like I need my family more than ever. And I'm so appreciative of them because my family is going through their own personal struggles. And I feel like I'm not there because I'm giving time to just, you know, the show and I keep going away. And like all these opportunities that are coming my way, I keep saying yes. And, you know, like even this morning, I was having a conversation with my sister, just with things that are going on in the family that are not great. And I told her, I was just like, it's not that I don't want to be a part of this. It's just, I feel like coming to you guys and just weighing in and like on everything that's happening, I'm not being a light either. And so my sister turns around and she's like, I don't want you to think of this. Like, you need to do this for you. And I can't be any more grateful for having sisters that tell me like, hey, Shit's hitting the fan right now. Can I curse? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like shit's hitting the fan right now, but we need you to do this. Like, like focus you on you, to focus on you. Yeah. Like you need to figure yourself out. I don't know what kind of family would support you through this time when like everything is really just, there's no, like, it feels like there's no light at the end of that tunnel, you know? So I'm forever grateful that I'm at a point in my life where, you know, my family my family is so understanding regardless of what's going on with us. That's beautiful. It's yeah, because I they mean, love you, happening. they want the best
0: for you. Yeah. They want you to succeed and they want you to be happy.
2: Yeah. And that's all you that's I mean that's family. I mean that's the pressure of making it and figuring it out because I'm so like when you're when you're Hispanic, you're very in like family is everything. I mean you hate them. You can easily hate them. I mean like it's like cats and dogs. I can, it's like one minute you love them, the next you're just like, I want to run you over with a car. (laughs) Right. But, truth. Yeah. But they're a part of you. It's like, I can never leave them. And so for me, it's just like, I need to make it because like, I need to, I need make like, them proud, make them proud. And I want to just take Stoy care of them. them.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think that's like our Latino dream. I want to like have my mom not ever worry about anything.
2: But ever. they are proud. I love your dad, how he likes always texting you everything that he finds on well, the internet. Well, he's like, Texas, my sisters, like, what does this mean? So like, I went on paradise and I said, uh-huh. I'm waiting for my hoo-ha to whisper. And I guess he Googled my name and he sends a screenshot of this article to my older sister because my dad and I like my dad's in a in a very weird state right now where he's either healthy or he's not and the times that he is healthy you can communicate with him and the times that he's not it's like you're grounded don't talk to us for five days so he'll send text messages to my older sister because he knows that I'm not going to reply and (laughs) I was like please do not tell him I'm talking about my vagina like (laughs) don't you dare Hoo-ha you know? is like, vagina, guys. Yeah, ha is vagina. I was like, for the love of God. Or like before he would Google and they like misspelled my name and call me Juliana, Bibiana Juliana. It's just Julian. And he'll screenshot and send it and he's like, they misspelled your name. And I'm like, dad, that's just like some random blog. <laughs> and he's like, are you going to tell them? <laughs> He doesn't like get it. Dad, <laughs> no. no. It's not that big of a deal.
1: It's not like... It. How was it doing the show with Latino parents? I mean, I feel like Latino parents have always been like strict and like super old school. Was it like that? I
2: didn't tell my dad that I was going on The Bachelor. Shut up. I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't. I'm like, this man, I already got married once. That shit failed. <laughs> He's probably like, you do not need to be going on a show to find love. Stop being so desperate. <laughs> like, he would probably just be like, no... Because I've been kind of the black sheep of the family where I just don't do things the way that they would like me to do it. And they're just like, I want, they really pushed for me to like get it together. And then after the age of 26, they're like, this is long gone. Let's stop, <laughs> let's stop we give trying up. <laughs> to fix her. Like she's never, like this is her. So he, um, I told him that I was going on a challenge and I was going on a competition with other women. Oh, really? Yes. yes. That's and I was funny. like, I'm it going is. on a competition, a competition with other women. And I don't really know the dynamics of it, but you go out and you compete. And then if you continue to compete and win, you get to, you know, like you get to stay around, which is kind of like the group dates. Yeah. You know? But
1: you don't have to give them all the details. Right.
2: Obviously. And also, I wanted there's like you signed the, um, a non-disclosure. Right. And, you know, Hispanic parents, like, you can't tell them anything because it's not that you don't trust them. It's just that they're, like, little par- parrots. Like, you tell them yeah. something and then all of a sudden they're telling the neighbor. And it's on Facebook. And it's, yeah, and it's on Facebook. <laughs> and then, you know, like, fortunately, Miami isn't one of these, like, Miami, wa- I have a lot of friends that watch The Bachelor, but it's such a, like, I can walk around Miami Beach and nobody recognizes me because it's, like, such a touristy and, you know, like... It's not that big of a deal here. But I was scared. I'm like, I signed this contract. I can't tell my dad because God forbid he tells so-and-so and so-and-so and and then whatever. Yeah, basically, you can't talk about the show. You can't share with anybody because you can get sued. Yeah, so he literally thinks I'm on this show for competition and then January rolls around and he finds out it's the bachelor. But then my dad is a car guy, right? Like he used to sell cars and export them to Dominican Republic. He used to race when he was younger. Like he's been a big like he watches NASCAR races. So Ari is a race car driver. Ari was the bachelor. Ari Ari Lillian Dyke Jr. was is a race car driver, right? And now real estate agent. Yes, real estate. Um but his Alex knows everything <laughs> I do <laughs> she actually watched the original season when Ari was on I don't even know so Ari Luyendyk, his dad is a race car driver oh wow so my dad googles he sees Ari Luyendyk. he calls me to tell me he's like you went on the show to marry an old man I'm like <laughs> no dad it's not his dad it's the son <laughs> Like, out of all things, you know, like, dad, come on, like, his son, he's like, but how old is his son? And I'm like, he's 37. And he's like, oh, he's like, but his son's not really a race car driver. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Which, you know, it's just like, you have the major league and then the minor league, right, you know, right. and I'm just like, okay, dad, but like, I didn't, I didn't end up with him. He's like, okay, fine. So that's how I kind of went about it. And then when I went on the other show with Winter Games, it was much more of a competitive thing. I think he's fine because he realizes that I keep coming back single. So he's like, whatever. (laughs) He's just scared for you to find love again. I don't know. I think he's like, you know, the... the other day when I went to see him, he's like, you have a boyfriend. And I was like, really? Do you have his phone number? Because I'd like to find out where the fuck he's been. I know.
1: He's been. <laughs> Maybe he has a cousin for me out there. Sign. Yeah. He's
2: been Googling too much, <laughs> baby Julianne. That's the problem. I don't even have rumors right. of dating someone. Like my, my profile is so clean right now. It's crazy. I'm like, I wish I had something. But were you the only Latina on the show? So Becca M is Mexican background. I'm not sure if it's from her dad or her mom's side because her last name is Martinez. Um, but she doesn't speak Spanish and she was she grew up in California so so. she's more
1: like Americanized like you're definitely like representing on the show I
2: mean people literally will come up to me like we can tell you were Latina because your accent. everyone thinks thinks, like the accent thing like the Miami accent I don't hear it but well girl because your accent is heavy too no my
0: my husband tells me that we all sound like Sofia
2: Vergara but I'm like no we don't and he's like yeah you do so funny enough I would you know the paradise i came up with an alter ego and I called myself Salma, because right. I love Salma Hayek. Shout I would out. talk so to like, people like this and be like, I named everybody a different name. And, you know, I just like would drink tequila and like have good times. And my friends <laughs> are like, what in the world is this? I'm but like, That's
0: but my-. people don't know about you and your accents. Because Russian, Russian accent is Babanka. baby's best.
2: Yeah. Bibanka. Okay. It's just like yeah. I do these little accents here and there. And at least on Paradise, I got to like really unwind and just be a lot of myself, you know, and like I definitely want to find someone that has a big sense of humor like I met the first round when I worked here what was it like 2014 when you worked at MTV mm-hmm. yeah. the first the first round cuz I had two <laughs> right, sets right. um I was hanging out a lot with a, a friend of mine from high school that we had reconnected and we were dating but he had he was oh, such a cutie he was a little cop model but we would have like Thursday dinner night and then we would stick around and just do like outrageous things like he had he sent me he I had caught up with him the other day and there's a video of me with animal crackers like like making a whole scene Like I'm just like a- Wait I saw you do skits With this yes. guy With a beard Yeah, yeah. What's his yeah. name Red. Mr. Red right. yeah. Is that him Yeah Oh no 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 The guy, no, no, no. The guy that oh, I dated Was no. No 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 Let's clear this out Right now <laughs> But yeah I saw you do like Some like yeah. Fifth. I definitely want to be with someone that allows me like my sense of humor to shine, you know, because it's in me and like I think maybe the last guy that I dated before the bachelor, I felt like I couldn't really be myself and it wasn't his fault. I just with Ari? No. Jordan? No. Before the do back. I not know the names? <laughs> no, you don't know the names. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Sorry. Maybe I'm like not going <laughs> through this the right way. But like do you I know dated- who I
1: think is the cutie patootie? Who? who? Colton? he's the bachelor he's the bachelor I know but I sorry I don't I'm not like a bachelor fan but I know that there was like a moment in paradise and all that thing happened with Tia I don't know yeah. there's something going on I, I yeah, know what yeah. I'm talking about so
2: basically they break up right he's not all there with her and he became the bachelor he's haughty. he's so and cute. is it
1: true that he's a virgin He's a virgin. What?
2: Do people exist You know what I think is also really... Like, if you're meeting a guy at 26 who's taken his career and everything that he's done in life that seriously, at 26, he's not going to be a player. You know? Like, he's going to be pretty serious about finding his person... Like And we're so used to these guys. Douchebags. Like, do they all read the same book? (laughs) Yeah, fuck boy. But at least it's going to be really refreshing to these women where it's just like they know that they're getting a guy who's wholesome and genuine. That's beautiful. If he doesn't really know how to have a relationship, like, I almost kind of like that. You might struggle a little bit, but it's almost better because you know that he's not going to be distracted easily by other women when you end up with him, right? Because it's like really hard to find guys who... Are very focused on their career. Like he has everything as 20, I'm sorry, but a 26 year old who has a nonprofit foundation, who's invested all his time in that. Who, you know, like I've seen this guy, like we went to an event and we all drank and then we went to eat at a diner. He ordered quinoa and egg whites with broccoli, okay, at three o'clock in the morning. It's like a he's group of, disciplined, right? A group of us ordering like burgers and fries and Sundays. And he's eating. he's like a unicorn. I'm sorry. Where but the like, hell do, you, do you, find you find a guy like that? the discipline to eat egg whites and quinoa and broccoli? And then his dessert was peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my God, Seriously,
1: he's butter. a unicorn, guys. Like Colton is the only person that exists I was like, like
2: that. You know, like that's just that's that's beautiful. Even the little like the tiniest. of He's things a good catch. Which, yeah. Well, uh, le- let's talk about
0: bachelor in paradise because a lot of people have the misconception that producers actually made you give him your rose
2: oh god they didn't
0: no i this mean I you. Think producers
2: everybody was confused right and like you know i i got a lot of heat because people expected me to give the rose to wills and yes. you know there's even been a like wills has gone around and had a few interviews where he says that he was hurt but you know that was the first rose in, rose Ceremony. So what people need to understand is that very few real connections had been formed at that point. And a lot of people were giving out platonic roses because they just weren't sure. We were really going with the who deserves to be here flow. Right. And um, everybody wanted everybody to stay. But it's hard. You know, you've only had a few days together. My decision to keep Colton Um. Came because I felt like he needed a break. Like I he saw, he deserved a chance.
1: Like for people to really get to know him more.
2: Well, just like there was so much drama. Like it would have. First of all, the guy was never gonna go home. Okay. Like in general, like whether I was the last girl or somebody else was the last girl, Colton was never gonna go home. Like really. But in my head, it played it played out that way because. Wills and I, he, he kept saying, like, she went around telling me that, I, that she was going to give me the rose. I had only known Wills for a few days. That rose ceremony, there was a storm. And we didn't get a lot of time to hang out. When there's a storm, there's a complete shutdown. Of course, because of the equipment and the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, was, was it safety? Again? This is in Playa Escondida in Sayulita in Mexico. Oh, wow. Right? But because of, you know, you have to shut down. Like, this is a massive storm. So our, our time got cut really, really short. And I only really got to have a sit down with Colton because I'm sitting there at the bar and everybody, again, is talking crap about Colton. And this is like day two of this. And I'm frustrated with him. And I'm like, I don't even know this guy. Like, why do I hate someone that you don't know that I don't know? So I pulled him aside and I sat down and I was like, I just want to say sorry for being an asshole. Like, I hate you and I don't even know why I hate you. I know that you're walking into this with all this baggage. You just don't, you can't catch a break. You want to enjoy paradise. Like, I feel so bad for you. Like, I had a heart to heart with him. No, that wasn't seen at all. And when we walk up, right, like maybe little time after they're like, okay, it's rose ceremony. And Astrid, which I have been really good friends with, had connected with Kevin, who I'm good friends with. Like going into paradise, he was my closest friend. Kevin and I knew each other from Winter Games, so I wanted him to be happy too. Astrid walks up to me, and she's like, Wills just kissed me. Like, Wills just made a move on me. And I'm like, what? Like, why would Wills make a move on you if I told him, like, I was going to give him the rose? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like, if you know somebody's giving you the rose, like, why not pull them aside and spend time with them, right? So... He pulls Astrid, he makes a move on her. And then she's like, I don't know what to do. This is freaking me out. Like, I really like heaven. I don't want to be. You all, if you all pay attention to paradise, love triangles and that whole thing is really emotionally draining. Like, when you're interested in somebody else and that another person's interested in you and like you have to deal with that whole thing, like, that's like, whoa, like. Do you think that's also like pushed by like producers or is that like authentic? I think thing? he ultimately made his move a little too late because his relation, her relationship with Kevin was like, we saw it spark within a day, right? Like initial, like the first day was with Crystal, but then Crystal leaves on a date. So Astrid and Kevin got to hang out. And so immediately in that midst of like lining up for the rose ceremony, I'm like, my loyalty lies with Kevin. Like, I don't want to see Kevin go through shit you know like kevin just went through this breakup right and then 2 weeks later the girl announces that she's with somebody else you know like there was a lot of like drama that he was already pulled into and i'm like loyalty okay so you weren't even
1: thinking about like romantically like it was no, more because like I was, yeah
2: i romantically like i hadn't you know had only been a few yeah. days i wasn't i wanted to take it slowly one because with winter games with jordan we went 0 to 100 and then it backfired on me you know, like I felt destroyed. I felt like I liked this guy so much, but like, why couldn't we just take it easy? Like, why did I have to tell him come back to Miami with me right now? Like, it had only been three or four days. It too rushed. It was really rushed. So I wanted to take paradise, being that it was a longer process. And I've heard that people can take their time in paradise. I wanted to ease into it, you know, like see you me, everybody. From your past. Yeah. So I wanted to take it lightly. And then when, you know, Astrid runs up to me and she's like, Will's kissed me. I'm like, okay, that's really confusing to me. Like, why would he kiss you? And I'm like, my loyalty lies with my friends. Like, I know this guy, but I don't know this guy. You know, I just met him. I know Kevin. I know where his heart's at. He had just finished saying how much he liked Astrid that whole day, like when we had talked, how comfortable he felt with her. And I'm like, why would I want anything to get in the way of that? And so I freaked out. Like, people think it was producer's play. Like, if it was producer's play, you don't think that it would have lasted longer in paradise? Like if producers really played a hand in everything and they paid me, right? Cause that's the rumor. And they paid me to keep Colton. Why would then, why would they send me home?
0: But if you pay attention to the episode and when you give that rose, yeah. everyone's reactions Everyone are just, just like, what down? the F right. just happened? Cause no one expected that.
2: Right. And so like my decision went from my heart. I knew that Tia, I knew that Tia wanted to see him around. I knew that Tia just wanted a chance. She just wanted to make a point saying like, it's all or nothing with us. But she wasn't trying to make it like not have him there. No, but
0: she has every right to be like, you're either all in or you're all right. out. It's her heart too. I, like, everybody knew
2: that they still had stuff to figure out. Yeah. And then you see it playing in the next episode that they had stuff to figure out. And then all of a sudden they end up together. So it's like. Guys, they were able to test out that relationship. All thanks of to me. you. So it's just like Kevin and Astrid were happy in their relationship with no distractions. Astrid not being stressed because of my decision to, to wow. pick Colton. And then what people don't realize is everybody else didn't choose Wills. Right. They could have. So that weight being placed on me and that, you know, like that resentment being pushed towards me is is wrong. You know, like everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but like when you analyze, any other girl there could have given out the rose to Will's, any of them. Everybody going into that rose ceremony said that we're gonna give their rose to someone that they changed their mind about. Hmm. Like you go into rose ceremonies literally thinking you're gonna get. Okay, well, who would we? Like we sat down, we talked about who was giving who the rose. Okay. Then the store happened. Then you're hanging out with people. And then people's minds change because you're actually hanging out with these people. Like, okay, well, maybe not. You know, like. Creating connections. Right. So, like, Chelsea had what, had to decide between two guys. And she went with one. Like, nobody really knew exactly who they were giving their rose to. Very few. Aside from, like, Kendall and Joe. And, like, Crystal and Kenny. Because they had gone on a date. But everybody else was kind of, like, up in the air. Right, I guess it was too soon. It was too soon. So it's like I wasn't the only one to not choose Wills, you know, and that to be placed on me. Like, also, I do believe that what what's meant to be is meant to be. There was a lot going on that, you know, like if Wills was supposed to be there, he would have been there. It just wasn't his time. And so for people to kind of just like come at me, it's just like I thought of the bigger picture, like my loyalty lied with my friends that I knew. And so I made the ultimate decision. And in the end, it all played out in everybody's favor. Now, was it like for my for me, did it backfire? Because then I didn't have anybody like he went around saying that we had an agreement that we were going to keep each other around. And that was never the case. I never agreed to anything, you know, like I never expected him to give me the rose next week because in that case, I would have kept him around. But obviously the connection wasn't there enough if he felt the need to then go ahead and kiss Astrid. You know, like, there's all these yeah. factors that people need to take into account. And I've never spoken against him. I think that, like, reliving and rewatching everything could add, like, like almost this tension, you know. But it hurts me to see that he's that hurt. Right. Like, my decision to keep Colton around came because I knew that I wanted to see him and Tia work their shit out. And I felt bad. I was almost like the underdog. Like, why is everybody beating up on this guy? Right, You know, like, yeah. so I, I am grateful for my edit in the way where people got to see that part of me that's very selfless, that's very loving. Right, because you I know, I was going to ask you, aside
1: from, you know, everyone thinking that, is there any other misconceptions about you? Like just from being on TV and, and just like from people just not really knowing you um,
0: 100%? There's a lot. There's so many. I get but really I, angry. Yeah, Alex gets mad. I get, you don't understand. Like, I'm all... <gasps> oh my god Ricky would be so pissed if he was I here spilled my wine <laughs> is this a towel yeah no <laughs> oh
1: my god guys this is real 100% I just White spilled it all clear. over the script but we're gonna we're okay, gonna okay. live hold on guys we just had a little spill but we're gonna be a- okay
0: Alex and Gabby Girls Gone Boss Stay tuned for part two of BB Julian. Don't forget to follow us at Girls Gone Boss on all social media platforms. Till next time. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh yeah.